The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Hey Slayers, this is Coach Felicia. We're counting down the top five episodes of 2022. Here's number five, episode 168, The Journey Behind the Business with Courtney McCullough Robs. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt podcast i am here with courtney mccullough roves from virtuous boss hey courtney how are you i'm good i'm good how are you i am great i'm great i'm excited about this conversation because one you know we have a mutual friend that connected us two um in the the, it's all about god's timing right because Mm -hmm. when she connected us i had random with i guess it ain't random no more but it it felt random initially that um i happened to be looking at your page and was just like oh this is so cool and then like i don't know maybe like a week later you know our friend introduces us and i'm like what are the odds but that is the way the lord works so i'm glad that we were connected and i'm just looking forward to this conversation conversation. Um, So can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and how you got started? Uh, Okay, let's see. Well, first, um, I'm, of course, a daughter of God, a lover of God. I'm a wife and a mother of four kids that that are the spectrum of adolescence. So I Mm. have a freshman in college. I have a 15-year-old son an eight-year-old daughter and a five-year-old daughter. Oh yeah, so, you you hitting old. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely, and they keep me on my toes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can um, imagine. <laughs> yes, and um, as far as my story, hmm, it started a while back. Um, I went to Temple University mm-hmm. and majored in business with a focus in marketing. And I love fashion. I had a passion for fashion. I just knew I was going to be in the fashion industry and in New York City. And on graduation day, I had a three-month-old daughter. Oh. <laughs> so that kind of put a little different spin on things. Yeah. I had a, um, a job offer in New York City in the fashion industry, doing what I loved and wanted to do. But I decided that it would definitely be a better a better 
I had a better chance at being a single mother in Maryland back at home where I had a support system Mm -hmm. and they were paying pennies compared to what you need to survive in New York City. Yeah. (laughs) I came back home, I worked um, in retail for a few years and then I started teaching and I was shocked that I loved it. (laughs) So I started (laughs) teaching business to high school students. Um, and one of the things that I taught was entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And, um, I made it a big deal. We would go the whole nine yards. They would develop a business plan. We had a business plan competition. By the end, I think the students were winning like $2,500. The winner will win $2,500 of seed money for their business. So nice. Yes. Yes. And um, so that was interesting and God prepping me without me knowing uh, because I I was even talking to my kids I signed them up for um, speech and debate Mm -hmm. and they are both there my son is never lively he is just a low-key chill kid never any problems Uh, I got one of those yep (laughs) (laughs) my daughter is when she's out in school, her teachers say she needs to talk more, basically. And I've never heard any teacher tell a kid that they need to talk more. <laughs> yeah, so, that's surprising. But, yes. And so I signed them up for speech and debate so they can get acclimated to talking in front of a group of people and they don't, you know, break out and sweat. Just mm-hmm. the more you do something, the more you get used to it. And I told them, I said, I hate it talking in front of people. But when you are a teacher, that's what you do all day yeah, long. Yes. Get, yes. And so I, um, without knowing, God was prepping me for the next level. And then mm. after that, um, I have students that I still keep in touch with. In fact, I went to the Jonathan McReynolds and Molly Music Concert with mm-hmm. one of my old students from 2011 this week. Um, and so... I say that to say that those seeds that I planted years ago, because I taught for 11 years, they are coming to fruition now. Yeah. My website was built by one of my old students. So I have students that have started their own business businesses and they are doing phenomenal. Yes. So that, that of course, makes me feel good. And then a little bit longer down the road, um, I switch careers and I'm in sales now and I work in higher education and um, again, one of my fears, or I, maybe I shouldn't call it a fear. One thing that makes me really uncomfortable is small talk. Mm. <laughs> and what I do now in sales, that's all. I, that's yeah. That's how you it can't. You, it's all surface. Oh, it's just real, real, just on the top level. <laughs> yes, yes. And so I said, okay. I knew. When it got once I got used to the folks, that was not a problem doing presentations. I can knock that out the park with just that initial knocking on the door. Hi, I'm that that it that just made me a little sick to my yeah stomach. yeah. Um, but again, the more you do something, the more you step out your comfort zone, the better you feel about it. And so during this time, and I'm still in that position. During this time, God planted virtuous boss in me and um it's so funny because I even said to him because this job when I switched careers I mean it wiped me out like mm. I would be up 11 12 o'clock at night working it, it was crazy and I said Lord you giving me this 
thing to do. And I don't have time. Like, I just feel like, when would I do it? I said, for all these years I taught. And because it was, when you first start teaching, you do stay late. But then once you get the ropes, it's like you, that bell ring, you stay your exit 20 minutes, you're out the door. I had that down to a science. Yeah. So I had a lot more extra time. And I said, well, why would you give this to me now when I can't? It, it feels like I don't have room for mm. it. You, know, you weren't ready for it then. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as public speaking, as far as, far as my heart, my heart had to be softened. Um, and working with those kids, that, that hurt. I had to be humbled. Because Lord knows I was the far opposite of humble. <laughs> yeah. So, um, he just continued to work on, in, area, in areas that needed to be sharpened. He sharpened those from college to now. And um, so I started Virtuous Boss, and Virtuous Boss is a grown-up version of what I did in the classroom. I help people get um, write their business plans and start and maintain their own small businesses. Mm. Yeah, so the first event that I threw, I called a, um, a brunch shop. So we had brunch, and it was a workshop, and we just talked about the promises of God and what I found is that although I love fashion and I have a passion for fashion, I cannot, I don't, there's a limit to how much I could sit and talk to you about it. But if I had to sit and talk to you about God mm. and his purpose for you, yeah. and how he, planned, he put you in certain situations so that you can do this magnificent thing that he is destined you to do. And for a lot of times it's, it is, starting some type of business where you are feeding and servicing your community. Yeah. Uh, and I can talk about that all day long. Yeah. And so it's funny how as I matured, not just in life, but acts in my spirit, man, how my passions have shifted towards him mm. and what he wants me to do. Mm. Yes. Listen, um, there is so so I as I'm sitting here listening, I oh I, I know oh my goodness. I always say whenever I'm doing these recordings, regardless of when the um the episode airs and when other people hear it, I there is something about God intentionally making sure that I have these conversations at a specific time yeah. when it is definitely necessary for me in that moment right and I know it'll you know I know always that doing this podcast it always starts with me and then you know <laughs> those that listen to it will receive something from it as well um but one of the things that you said that you said that continued that was sticking with me is that how every step of the way he was preparing you for this and how he, all the things that you thought you should be doing or the things that you thought were the easiest thing or the things that you thought that you love well you do love they were passions are completely different from your purpose because your purpose you can do regardless your purpose you yeah. can do with without effort it costs you nothing it is something yeah. that you just continue to want to pour out of like that is something you can do in you know endlessly it doesn't make you tired you know even when you are tired you are still just like but I have to keep going and um it is one of those things that it, it makes you have to just like hone in and focus on just that. Um, and so I am that right there just blessed me. So thank you for that. 
Oh, you are welcome. You're welcome. Um, so, and, and and it's so funny because I'm thinking people probably saying listening or you're probably listening and saying to yourself, man, um, you sure you had a problem talking in front of people? Because I, I can rap now. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I can rap and get on the roll. But um, I have a plan to retire from my nine to five by the time I'm 45. Mm-hmm. So I have like four years and a couple months. Okay. But, okay. Um, my overall goal with myself and what I try to plant and plant seeds in other people is to have multiple streams of income because mm-hmm. you don't want to lose one job and then you're out. Yeah. Yeah. And once you go through your savings, you're done. So the multiple streams of income, I love to see people win. Um, so it was amazing how God birthed that in me. And where we are today, just trucking along and, and taking baby steps because Lord knows that's all I have the capacity to do right now. Yeah, yeah. But the, the, the beautiful thing about it is that um, one of the things that you say, the other thing that you said was that you didn't think you had time because everything else was was um, filling up your time. Right. Um, however, like when you're again, when you're walking in purpose and it is God ordained, he will create the space. That yeah. is not a that's not a question you have to wonder or ask yourself about because he will create it um, and he will give you the energy for it. Right. To be yeah. able to do it where if it's you doing something in your own strength and, you know, it's on, mm-hmm. on whatever you want, then it's, it's completely different. Then you really are, you know, yeah, it's a struggle and you, you're mm-hmm. stretching yourself versus he's giving you this assignment. And now you are in a place of like, oh, no, I can do this. This is and, and, it, and it refills you. I remember when I um, started my small groups, when Slaying Self-Doubt first came about. I wasn't even sure what it was supposed to be. Like when he gave me the name Slaying Self-Doubt, I was just like, what is this? <laughs> like, I have no idea. I was just like, okay, you know. Um, but it started with my small groups and it started, I, I, I went from one group of 11 women to three groups of 11 women and then coaching. Wow. And I was, I'm talking about, it. I, I was in that thing. So I understand when you say, I don't have time for this. Like, it was like, how did I make space? But it was something that filled me and I was excited for it and I I wanted to do it I wanted to watch people be a part of what it is God was doing in other people's lives and so um even though I would come home from a you know 12 hour work day I'm like oh I got I got small group at 8 30 y'all you know I'm, I'm I see y'all at 10 right I'm giving somebody else another hour and a half of my time where I in on every other day I'm just like oh I just need to go to sleep Right. But on these days, I was like, let's go. Um, So as you just kind of um, in sharing your story and just all the kind of the transitions that you made to get to where you are right now, how has self-doubt showed up in your journey? Mm. (laughs) Well, see, I am an A-type person, a very organized. um, So switching careers and starting with little to no knowledge of the my job responsibilities and everything that had to be done on a daily basis the folks in my position like to say that you're drinking from a water hose every day or that you um you're trying to eat you can't eat an elephant in one bite you just got to do it in small bites so it's overwhelming 
And what I, during this time, what I realized is that I would listen to people talk and that were knowledgeable about the job, what they were doing, and I would shrink that. Mm. And I would shrink back because, and, and I have to kind of reflect on it to say, okay, are you shrinking back because you feel small, because you don't have the knowledge they have? Are you shrinking back because you're trying to learn? But even if you're shrinking back because you're trying to learn, that's a problem. Mm. I, because I, I I shouldn't have to make myself small to learn. Yeah, yes. I was really fighting that battle because again, I like to know what I'm doing. I, ha- I like to have a process. And for three years, I didn't because mm. I was just learning the job, learning all of these things. And I had to do a lot of positive self-talk um, yeah. and reinforce that. Although this is difficult, it won't always be this way. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something bigger than what I can see taking place in me. And I had to really take all that into consideration and focus on trying to get myself to be as confident and sure about myself in the areas where I was not exceeding as much as I am when I'm sitting here talking to you about God and what he's Mm. done for me and how he can do the same thing with for you and your business yeah yeah um and that that was a shift that was that was a shift and the the question I kind of asked myself okay this is going to happen again like no if I live long enough I'm going to be in a position again where I'm going to be in a room with people who know what they're doing know what Mm -hmm. they're talking about and I'm going to have no knowledge of whatever that thing is that they're talking about but what am I going to do about it in that moment am I going to shrink back or am I going to show up my 100% authentic self and be okay with that. I don't need to know what everybody else knows. I need to know what God needs me to know. So I yes. can what he called me to walk in. Yes. Oh it man. It's so easy to say, but it's a lot harder to do in the moment. So it's just something that I'm trying to work on and, um, and practice and hone in so that when that moment comes up again, I'm ready this episode of the Slaying Self Dog podcast is sponsored by Mama's Mastering Money, the Society. Slayers, are you a woman looking to change your relationship with money? Do you want to break generational cycles of poverty, scarcity, and lack of money mindsets? Are you constantly struggling to get your finances in order? Do you feel like you're not good with money? Or does talking about money make you feel anxious and uncomfortable? If so, Mama's Mastering Money, the society may be right for you. Mama's Mastering Money is a membership community led by money and mindset coach Tiffany Burns. Coach Tiffany and her membership help you unlearn negative or limiting money beliefs, overcome the fear of facing your finances, and build confidence to take impactful actions. Shifting your money mindset unlearning decades of money beliefs and shedding bad financial habits like procrastination, self-doubt, and overspending takes time, patience, support, and grace. 
in this safe haven for purpose-driven women, you will get the encouragement, motivation, coaching, and techniques to change your money story for you and generations to come. Slayers, if this membership is just what you need, go to www.thelotuslegacy.co slash slay and join before January 1st, 2023 to get the limited founding members pricing. That's www.thelotuslegacy.co slash slay. S-L-A-Y. And thank you, Coach Tiffany and Mama's Master in Money for sponsoring this episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. Now, back to the show. No, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It is when, because I do this, right? And so funny because I was just having a conversation with my mentor about the fact that how the enemy will use the thing the very thing that is is so obvious um, of how you pour into other people is the thing that he uses to attack you. He uses to, yeah. like you said, um, you know, make you make you shrink to make mm-hmm. you dim your light. Um, and I was like, you know, although my logical mind knows that like, and I'm clear, like it is literally in the title slaying self-doubt. That right, is the right, thing that right. I think, right. It's like that is the thing that I struggle with. Um, and there's there's moments where it doesn't it doesn't uh, shrink me and it doesn't make me dim my light. And but there's other moments where it's like it's too much. And um, I think it has to for us when we're doing this, because the other part about it is, is that when you have a I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes when when I feel that way, but I'm also teaching someone else or coaching someone else or sharing with someone else how that's not the way to go. It makes me feel like, you know, like, girl, you was fluke because you don't even take your yeah, own advice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But in those moments too, when you're ministering to somebody else, you, a lot of times you're talking to yourself too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. What I, I try to think about is and remind myself is one, I'm in this room for a reason. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If everybody in this room has the same knowledge and I don't, that that reinforces the fact that I'm here for a reason. So yeah. I'm not here to talk about what they're talking about. I'm here for another reason. And that may be just to simply pray for someone. Mm. And, when you, and, and I have the other thing is that this happens in corporate America. This is the only time I feel this way. Um, but where is God in corporate America? Yeah. Obviously, that's what he is calling me to do. He's not calling me to come in that room and talk about um, X, Y, and Z and numbers that everybody else. He's calling me to go in there and do his work. Yeah, yeah. And that's so true. It, it is. Um, it, 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 it really is about um, understanding the assignment, no matter where you are, right? Yeah. Because the yeah. calling on your life and what it is that you are purposed to do, it doesn't matter whose room you're in. Right. Yeah. We And I think when yeah. we forget that, that because we're in this space, we mm-hmm. can't truly be who it is. No, he's calling you to be who you are every single every single day, every single time at home, yeah. at work, at the grocery store, at church and your mm-hmm. business and at the uh, in, in at the kids uh, activities, whatever it is, that is that is 
you know, us living authentically. Right. And yeah. so, um, no, I, that, I, I just, I told you, girl, this right here, I'm over here. Like, no, this is really, this is, this is for me. Um, okay. So what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before? that is good that's good um I, I of course I still have fears mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I still have things that and I should not say fears it's not a fear I have things that I'm just uncomfortable doing I was uncomfortable talking in front of people I became a teacher I was uncomfortable with small talk I, I started working in sales and now what I'm facing is that I'm being told Lord help me, that in order to build my brand, I need to go on live on social media. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm, mm. And that thing right there, I have talked myself out. And it's so funny how God will present you with a challenge. And you were just taught. And because it's a challenge and it's stepping out your comfort zone, you and I said, shouldn't say you. I will talk myself out of it. No, me too. You can say you. You can say you. And there's a couple of us on this listening to this. You can say you because you yes. you talk you talking to us, okay? Yeah, I was even I was saying to myself, well, do I even really need social media? I can just simply do this thing word of mouth and we can work it that way. And of course I can post every now and then. just all these things. What am I really doing it for? Am mm. I doing it for it? Like just talking myself. I, I was rational. I'm going through the motions of why this is unnecessary, but building a case for it. <laughs> yeah, I call it disqualifying yourself. Like you were disqualifying yeah. why you needed it. it and, and on top of, so the thing is, mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. we are disqualifying the assignment that God has given us because this ain't yeah. come from somebody else randomly. Yeah. He tell us something. You're like, well, Lord, I don't really need to do that. What I, I mm-hmm. let me, okay. I know you said that, but what if I yeah. do? And the thing about it is, is that, okay, if we believe and we know that he's all knowing, there's a reason why we're supposed to do it. There's yeah. a reason why. And so when you go around, uh, at the end of the day, you're going to end up doing it. It, it <laughs> Sooner or later, it's going to happen, okay, because that is the assignment, but Mm -hmm. it's funny that, you know, it is comforting to know I'm not the only person that'd be like, are you sure (laughs) this, you don't really mean that, what you meant for me to do, (laughs) you want me to just write this, I can do a reel and write out the words, is that, is that the same thing, can Mm -hmm. I, can I just make a a quick video and post, no, okay, you are in my head, you are in my head, yes, just trying to work around that thing. And so when those moments come up for you, when you know that you are trying to, you know, disqualify it or rationalize it in your head to say, like, is this really what I'm supposed to do? How do you what are some practical steps that you do to kind of get yourself out of that space? It's funny that you said sometimes you're you're sharing information with someone and you're thinking to yourself, girl, you fluke because you're not following that same advice. But my advice to someone, if I was talking to myself, I would say, you are holding up someone else's progress. You have something that somebody is waiting for. And then they are waiting for this life. Mm. How many months are you going to put this off? You're holding up maybe someone's salvation, someone's breakthrough, someone's deliverance, but it is tied to me and it's tied to this 
Instagram live, but you're holding it up. Mm. So Mm. what I usually tell folks is that whatever God has called you to do, it's many souls tied to that thing. Mm -hmm. And so listen, Mm. it's so easy to say it. It's so hard to do. (laughs) No, I it's and, in the atmosphere now, so I gotta do it right. Well, right, because now you said it out loud, right? right and so right, right. that is the thing that I have learned that um I say it out loud, not only mm-hmm. to myself, but I will tell somebody else, and I will say, mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so the Lord gave me this, and I need you to hold me accountable. Yeah. Um, so it, it is one of those things that when it happens and when it comes up, it's like uh, I can't do nothing with it because now I already said it. Even when I started the podcast, God put it on my heart and I would mention it like, yeah, I'm going to do this podcast. And then I would get people around me, people who God was building a part of my community. And they would be like, um, so when are you supposed to be doing this podcast? Yeah. I thought you were doing it. There's some weeks ago by time. I'm like, I am. There's some weeks ago by nothing would happen. Felicia, I thought you were starting the podcast. And I would be like, young, why did I even say anything? Right. But it was that it was that encouragement, but the reminder that it was needed and that somebody yeah. needed it. And like you say, I, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that our obedience is connected to somebody else. So when you say that, yeah. I, I can't, I know the people, the blessings that have come from me using my voice and me using this, this platform for, you know, almost three years. Had I had I sat on it any longer, I even know the blessings that came from it for me, just from opening my mouth and doing what I was supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what if I had waited even longer? You know, because a lot of times we say, oh, somebody, you know, somebody else already doing that. There's enough people doing this. There's I don't need to be an extra. You know, you you see some like I was starting to see, especially when I started this, I was starting to see so many people do podcasts um, Mm -hmm. and they would just like people around me I'm like dang they started this they got like a hundred thousand downloads like the first day like Lloyd you sure you want me to do this like and I would just be like but this is your assignment Felicia this is what you were supposed to do and I just need you to show up so Courtney I'm gonna hold you accountable so you know this is also because you know (laughs) coach to coach I'm gonna ask you like uh when do you want to set this go we won't do it live on the air but don't worry about that I'm gonna wait afterwards to ask you so when you want me to check back in uh because I'm I'm gonna be waiting sis I'm gonna be waiting (laughs) yes yes indeed yes you, you were asking about in addition to that lesson that there's still going to be some things that I have to conquer and overcome Mm -hmm. I've learned to tame my tongue because it was wild it was absolutely wild um and to have some decorum and again I want to make sure that anyone who encounters me has a positive encounter Mm -hmm. that they feel like they were built up um and the last, which is probably the most important, I've learned the power of no. Mm, come because on. I am a, I shouldn't say I'm a yes man. I'm not a yes man in the traditional sense. I'm a mm-hmm. yes man. And because I like to see people win, if you need my help with anything, my answer is always yes. Mm. And of course, you're not going to have time. You, when you say yes to everything, you can't say yes to God's best. I think that's Lisa Turkverse. Mm. and um I would say because of my heart I was saying yes to everyone yeah and everything and burnt out 
So of course, you're not going to have time for ministry. Of course, you're not going to have time for what God called you to do because your hand is in so many pots mm. and you can't cook at a Thanksgiving Ooh. dinner is a skill set because That's you have different things going on at the same time. That's something legit. I never cooked Thanksgiving dinner until I think two years ago. It, it wiped me out because right. I, I, you got to practice that thing. Usually we got two sides in the main dish. That's yep. it. But when you got 15 different things going, it's hard to do everything in fidelity. It's hard to do everything in excellence. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I have just learned that I had, and I've just recently had a situation, several situations where I know these folks needed me. And that's when you're talking about people hold you accountable and having a tribe yeah. that has your back. My friends will just say, hey, uh-uh, you can't do that. No, Mm-mm. go ahead and tell them no, because they know yeah. me. They know yeah. I'm going to say yes. And they know when springtime comes, I'm going to be trying to do 15 different things and overwhelmed. And so um, my husband, same thing. He will always know. Mm-mm. He'll, he'll say no before I even finish telling him the situation. <laughs> mm, yeah. Because again, because they know me, but I have learned that, of course, I, I have more peace. Um, into some things of course I gotta mull over I gotta take the guy and get his answer on but some things are just real simple like I I don't even know how I would have time to do this like yeah mm -mm. yeah no and I think that that the power of your no um is so important right um and I've learned that over and I think it's something you know we have a tendency to just say oh you know um I understand what you're saying. Like, I'm not a yes woman, but if I can help and I feel like I can fix it, I'm going to do it. Like I I, I immediately go into, you know, some of that is mom. Some of that is protector. Some of that is just being a woman and being a nurturer. Mm -hmm. But I had to learn that I don't have the capacity for everything. Um, And I, you know, in, in this journey, this slang self-doubt journey of my own, I have learned that saying yes to somebody else is saying no to yourself. And I would find myself depleted so many times. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know why I'm so tired, but I got 50, 11 things on my plate that belong to other people. And then I had to learn to say, no, that doesn't, does that serve me? No, it doesn't. It doesn't serve me. It's not that I don't want to go. It's not that I don't want to support. It's not that I don't want to be there. No, I, I just do not have the capacity to do that. I, I rather rest. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather, yeah. you know, sleep. I'd rather meal, like whatever it is. And I think that that just comes from learning that um, it's okay. It's okay to say no. And, you know, I tell my clients all the time, no is a complete sentence because I used to say no yeah. and then explain the 50, 11 yeah. things I got going on to like mm-hmm. qualify it. Like, this is the reason mm-hmm. it's not that I don't want. No, I, I don't want to. Right. Um, and I've shared this on here plenty of times. My cousins and my sister, they call me the queen of no. And really, if they think about it, I, I don't say no to everything they say, but usually no is my first answer. And then I will think about it. Yeah, versus yeah. yes being like yeah I'm down and then mm-hmm. changing my mind and being like nah, I but I usually I need to know all the steps like is it really going to work am I really can yeah. I really do this um does it benefit me is this mm-hmm. you know is this draining is this going to fill me up like what else do I have going on in the week is it something that I need because sometimes 
we say no to things that we actually need, right? Like we need that time with our girlfriends. We need that time to ourselves. And as women, as moms, as, you know, uh, working, whether you're working a nine to five, you have entrepreneurship, running these businesses, like we're leading all over the place. There are times that we need for ourselves. And once I recognize how important that was, I felt even better about saying no. So, <laughs> And that's the thing. We can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah, no, so, not at all. Yes, you're asking me to do this, but if there is no balance, <laughs> well, you don't even want me on this task. Trust me, if I can't get filled up over here, there's no way I can do a good job with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So let's talk you about Virtuous Boss. Um, so you talked about how you kind of got started with it. Um, let's just tell the listeners like what could they expect? Um, what 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 is it that you do within this uh business? Yeah, so one thing about it is the Bible says that you gotta write it down and make it plain. That's and right. that is my motto for virtuous boss and that we all a lot of people want to start businesses but they don't have a business plan and so that's always my first question to folks well do you have a business plan Mm -hmm. okay well why not and so that's my first step we're always going to sit down and talk about and work on your business plan because there's a lot more than just starting a website and selling something on the website for starters if you have no idea how much it costs for that item and how much shipping is and how much it costs to run the website if you don't if you don't understand your overhead and everything that you have to pay out every month regardless Mm -hmm. of how many units you sell Mm -hmm. you're always going to be in the red and Mm -hmm. so I, I always like to start with the money part because that's what people are most interested in okay but now we got the money down let's talk about marketing let's talk about all these other components that you don't necessarily think about but when you focus and you sit there and start writing these things out you've laid out a roadmap for yourself yeah and for your business and and setting goals so the first thing that virtuous boss does is that i offer a course where i help folks write their business plan okay and it's similar to how it was run before in the classroom and at the end we have a business plan competition what I like is that you can win if you win the business plan competition you can win your investment back so plus a little extra Mm, mm -hmm, so everything mm -hmm. you spend in taking the class you can win that back as well as you know some additional funds and seed money for your business so I always believe in incentives. Um, along the way, within that same course, there are smaller competitions that you can compete in for other prize money. And, and I don't know what speaks to people more than prize money. So, right, well, that's so, there, and, so, so not only are you getting something done for your business that, I, that is an absolute must, you can win some money doing it. So it's yeah. a win-win situation. Either you win, you end up with a wonderful business plan, laying out what your next steps are, which is the worst case scenario, which is still awesome and what you signed up for. Yeah. In the best case scenario, you win your money back and some more money and you got this wonderful business plan. Um, and then I have some folks that said, okay, you know, I know I want to start a business, but 
I don't know what it is, but I do want to learn more about entrepreneurship. And so I offer a course that just lays down the foundation of entrepreneurship. So you don't necessarily know what you want to do, but let's talk about business. Let's mm-hmm. talk about what it looks like. So I have the entrepreneurship one-on-one course, and then I have the how to start your business one-on-one, which is the business plan, um, writing the business plan and coaching them through that. And then the business plan competition. Uh, as well as events that so far I've had, I talked about the um, brunch shop. I held a um, a girls' night in sleepover at, at the beginning uh, in January of twenty twenty. Because this is yeah, so twenty twenty. Yeah, well, we we looked at our goals, what we and, and again come, coming together as a tribe to say. I know you said you wanted to do this in January. Mm-hmm. It's June. Where are you with this? So a way to hold each other accountable to establish our goals for the year. Um, and so additional events will happen in 2022. I always have an idea of what they're going to be. Mm-hmm. And then when I sit down at my computer and I start working on it, God just downloads what he wants it to be. Mm-hmm. So even when I started working on Virtuous Boss in January of 2019, I started with all types of things. And then the next thing I knew, he was just downloading everything for the brunch shop. And so we'll see what's in store for 2022, but I will definitely run the two courses, the Entrepreneurship 101 and the How to Start a Business 101. That is awesome. Yes. And then I also do one-on-one coaching. I've gotten some interest uh, for teenagers. So I may try to run a camp, a week-long summer camp in the Mm -hmm. summer, helping teenagers um, start, which that's where we need to be with the teenagers that is and a fact. the next generation because these kids have some wonderful, amazing ideas. Yes. And we just need to help facilitate that learning and what they need to do in order to get these things off the ground. But um, that may be something else that's in the works if I can garner up enough interest for the summer of 2022. Oh, yes. I I love the fact that you are planning ahead, right? And that yes, we girl. are, you know, like, yes, we are in quarter four of uh, 2021, but that is how we move forward, right? And, yes. you know, and, and being able to see what the next thing is. And so um, I'm just, this was such a, a amazing conversation and I've already I was already looking at you I told you because this is divine intervention because I was already yeah. looking at your website before we was connected <laughs> and I was like oh I know that this is something that I need because for myself it was very much so like I'm just moving on what God told me to do it this was not supposed to be a business like that's not right. how it started right and so sometimes when you're moving forward all those things that you were just saying I was like yep yeah that's me that's <laughs> That's me because I just went into it just like I'm this is my assignment and this is what the Lord called me to do. So I'm just gonna do that part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I um I just thank you. I thank you for sharing your story. Thank you You're for welcome. um just being honest and being transparent that's one of the things that I love about this show is that um, a lot of times people see us doing these things and it looks 
glamorous or it looks like we're moving and shaking. But sometimes you don't recognize the, the struggles that we're having or the things that we're having, you know, uncomfortability with or whatever we our self-doubt may show up in such certain situations. Um, and I think it allows for people to be able to see that we're human first. Right. Yeah. And um, and if we can do it, so can you. Amen. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. It was a blast to run my mouth for 40 minutes. <laughs> you are so welcome. So before we end, how can people connect with you um, if they are interested in either your events or the coaching or the courses? Where can they find you? Yes. Yeah, so on Instagram and Facebook, I am his virtuous boss and I can be emailed at Courtney at his virtuous boss dot com. Yes, and y'all already know all the information will be in the show notes. So you can definitely uh, make sure that you get connected with her. Thank you so much, Courtney. I appreciate you. And I cannot wait to see your lives, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. I know they're coming. They're coming. Like I said, hold me accountable. Oh, oh, oh. You don't but even have to worry so about that. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.